0: Here's the quotient rule for y equals a of x over b of x. And obviously, b of x has an implied domain, right, where b of x won't be 0. If A a of x and b of x are both differentiable, the y dx will be b of x, the denominator, times the derivative of a of x, the numerator, minus a of x, the numerator left alone, times B prime of x, the derivative of the denominator, all over the denominator squared. So instead of a and b, I usually talk about it in terms of the numerator and the denominator. Numerator, denominator. So when I want to differentiate one thing over another, I take the denominator times the derivative of the numerator minus numerator times the derivative of the denominator, all over denominator squared. Now you might want to play that over a few times. Or, maybe I should just say it again, right? The denominator times the derivative of the numerator, minus numerator times the derivative of the denominator, all over denominator squared. Now, look at this formula for a second and tell me, well, Tell yourself, if you think that the order matters in the numerator, do you have to start with the denominator times the derivative of the numerator first, or could you just do both of them like you did the product rule, one of each? Because there's a minus here, unfortunately, A minus B is not the same as B minus A, right? We don't have commutivity with subtraction. Order matters with subtraction. So it's very important that you start the right way, What always worked for me as a student was to think about starting down here with the denominator, bringing it up, and leaving it alone. Then I multiply by the derivative of what's already up there in the numerator. Then I say minus. Then since I just differentiated the numerator, this time I leave it alone. And then I get to differentiate the denominator. Then all over the denominator squared. I don't differentiate it, I just Put, it around, put parentheses around it, and square it. So I have denominator, derivative of numerator, minus numerator, times the derivative of the denominator, all over the denominator squared. So let me show you with an example. Let's look at our first example that we did by rewriting. So we know what the answer should be. We can see if the quotient rule gives us the right thing. Here's the function that we differentiated by rewriting. Now we're going to apply the quotient rule and see if it gives us the same answer, which was dy dx equals 10x plus 4. So let's try the quotient rule with this. According to that quotient rule, dy dx, or y prime, equals... I start with the denominator and I just bring it up and write it again. 3x squared. I'm going to put it in parentheses, because I didn't differentiate it. Denominator times the derivative of the numerator, times brackets. Derivative of the numerator, 4 times 15 is 60. And then I have x to the 4 minus 1, x cubed, plus the derivative of 12x cubed is 36x squared. That's just denominator times the derivative of the numerator. Minus, now I leave the numerator alone, rewrite it, 15x to the 4th plus 12x cubed. Now I get to multiply by the derivative of the denominator. The derivative of 3x squared is 6x. All over the denominator squared. So 3x squared in parentheses. Now, it looks very different from 10x plus 4, doesn't it? So now I need to simplify. I'm going to distribute 3x squared in here. dy dx equals 3x squared times 60x cubed is 180x to the fifth plus 3 times 36. Didn't we do that already? 6 times 3, sorry, 6 times 3 is 18. And then I have 108, maybe not, 108x to the 4th. Then I need to distribute my 6x into these two terms. Don't forget there's also a minus out in front. So I'm going to do that together. I'm going to have a negative, and then I'm going to have 6x times 15x to the 4th. 6 times 15? Well, if 4 times 15 is 60, then I add another 30, right? And I get 90. Or you could do it the long way, 6 times 5 is 30, 6 times 1 is 6, plus 3 is 90. x to the 4th times x is x to the 5th. Then I have another minus, 6 times 12, 72. x cubed times x, x to the 4th. All over, denominator squared is 3 squared. And then x squared squared again is x to the 4th. Now, you might notice, every single one of these terms, well, first of all, I could combine like terms, couldn't I? Every single one of them, though, is going to be, have a common factor of x to the fourth and maybe some other things. But I'm going to combine my like terms here. 180 x to the fifth and negative 90 x to the fifth. dy dx equals 180 minus 90 is 90. Back again, x to the fifth. 108 minus 72 is a positive, 8 minus 2 is 6, 10 minus 7 is 3, x to the 4th, all over 9x to the 4th. Now you could divide 9x to the 4th into each of these, but I'm also going to justify why that works. I'm going to, this time, factor out the common factor top and bottom that also will cancel with the denominator. So, is there a 9 in each of these? Yes, 9 goes into 90 and 9 goes into 36. Is there an x to the fourth in each of these? Yes, so I can factor out 9x to the fourth. And what I'm left with is 10x plus 4. And on the bottom I have 9x to the fourth. And when I simplify, I have 10x plus 4, but what do I need to say? I need to say x cannot equal 0. Although it is implied in the original problem, because I'm dividing by x squared, x can't be 0 there either. 10x plus 4. 10x plus 4. Oh, good. I did it right. (laughs) dy dx is 10x plus 4. Same answer using the quotient rule. If you were to say, why on earth would I ever do it this way when all I had to do was divide 3x squared into two terms and simplify and differentiate and get 10x plus 4, I wouldn't blame you for saying that. Do you recall why we needed the quotient rule? It wasn't for any problems like this. We needed the quotient rule when we had something like 3x squared plus plus 1, or plus 5, or plus anything, or minus anything. If you have more than one term in the denominator, then you can't rewrite it and differentiate. So then we're absolutely going to need the quotient rule. So we're going to go back to that problem that had to be done using the quotient rule. But first, I wanted to show you that the quotient rule works and gives you the same answer that you already know you would have gotten by rewriting and differentiating. So we have verified for this problem, not a proof, but we verified that the quotient rule did give us the same answer for the derivative as just simplifying and rewriting rewriting simplifying and differentiating